This is JFM Podcast. A very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanabs. A beautiful uh, day today, uh, Monday 11th of December 2023. I have someone brand new on the show that I would like to introduce with all pleasure and honor. Emeka uh, Omesi will be joining me on the show. So good evening. Thank you. I don't know. I said thank you, but it's good to have you. It's good to be here, sir. Good evening. Um, first off, I need to see you. It's good to be here. I feel a bit jittery. Uh, first time to be here in the evening, but it's good to be here. Good yeah. Evening. Yeah, well, uh, so Emeka will... Uh, I mean, there was a uh, little change. It's just to serve you better. I mean, uh, it's, there's, there's nothing short of it. It's just to uh, serve you better and make sure that uh, JFM gives you the best of premium information education and of course you know entertainment so there's nothing you know uh special about that change but i make i mean okay you said uh you are jittery so uh what is making you jittery because i am i am nervous <laughs> i am nervous so. um i'm not, I'm not jittery in the sense of being negative it's the excitement to be here with you um is the excitement to to be on the show, I obviously was listening to years before I even came oh, to GFM and to thank be with you. a person whose voice has shaped a lot of political conversation in the States and in the thank region. You. So it's an honor for me. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, just like I asked Gilbert, what stories have you been following? I know that over the weekend, uh, let me just tell you, you know, the one of the stories that I followed over the weekend, you know, there was a solidarity work by uh, Plateau Net Support Network. I think that's... Uh, their names the guys that came out at under the bridge at the secretariat um run uh, flyover bridge yes uh, and they were expressing you know their support and loyalty i'll say to governor Caleb mudfang and for me I, f- I find it very very uh interesting especially coming from some of the things that they said and this group you know is not only homogeneous you find muslims christian young people old people everybody you know i uh, was there and some of the things that he said you know uh, for me, it's very factual. He said, they said, I mean, just look at in the last six, seven months, look at what Governor Mutfang, you know, has uh, done. I mean, what he has done, I think that you can't even count them and he's still, you know, doing. So uh, I think that that is very, very important. And of course, the state has had some, I would say, facelift. True, very know, true. When it comes to uh, road infrastructure, because uh, this is the first time in many years that we've, I think over the last 10 years, uh, the Lalong administration didn't do much when it comes to public infrastructure except some white elephant projects, you know, the name of legacy project. But uh, when you ask about the real impact, you know, of this project, except for the uh, bridge at the British American, uh, British American Junction Bridge that he did, uh, twilight of his administration. But, you know, I check what the Plateau Support Group, you know, uh, saying that Governor Mutfang, indeed Governor Mutfang, you know, has done it. And it's not... Uh, they came out, you know, paid for their T-shirts, you know, uh, organized everybody and saying, you know, that people should support 
are the governor, the governor. and I think that that is very important. Very true. And from the story I followed over the weekend, a number of stories, of course, the Dugnetta refinery and the controversy as to whether or not it is real or not was there. There was a conversation on social media as to the role of the of the religious bodies, the church and the monks in social conversations and political conversations. But this evening, the interesting one that happened in River States where, you know, members of the University House of Assembly, 27 of them defecting the APC, you know, caught my attention first because I, I never would have imagined that, you know, People, of course, we know politicians do not exactly have any affinity to any ideology. It's all about where, you know, the goal is, that's where they go to. But I never would have imagined knowing that the governor is a PDP member and APC was supposed to be the minority in the state, the opposition, if the bulk of the house, I think over than 80% of the house moves to a new party. What does he pretend for the governor? And it also means that, you know, for the APC in River State, who becomes the head? If um, Amitri is supposedly the head of APC in River State, does he exactly like this? Because many of those people obviously are wiki, wiki fans, as some would say. They are his boys, as it is. What happens? How does the governor deal with all of this? I think in the coming days and weeks, it's been interesting to see what the APC in River State would do. What would Amitri do? What would Wiki do? What would the federal Governments, you know, APC, you know, at the federal level do as well. And what would Simon Fudbara as the governor of River State, how does he handle all of this? Does this in any way affect his, you know, his leadership in the state? So for me, I think that was the story that caught my attention. And like you also mentioned in what happened here at the city of Jaws, I think when, when you have governance that is good, even though not perfect, people would see it. Um, they, they should applaud it. They, they should applaud it. And, and too many times... Um, Nigerian leaders sometimes make it seem as though Nigerians are too biased to see good things. Good things are not hard to be seen and they're not hard to applaud. We are a people that are very grateful for the things we, that are given to us. And, you know, the, the group's movement and the statements they made yeah. are testament to the fact that the governor is working. Can more be done? Definitely more can be done. I don't think the governor is racing on his ass, but I think that it's a testament to the fact that the governor is doing what he what should be done and the people are appreciative of what he is doing. Hopefully going forward, you know, um, by the time the case in the Supreme Court is done and dealt with, Over. we would have some level of stability in the state and we'll see more from the governor. No. Yeah, well, I, I, I just do hope so. I do hope so uh, that changes, you know, should be felt, that people should live meaningful lives and people should uh, have the kind of infrastructure, you know, that uh, support their dreams. So, uh, well, and we want to see the Plateau Support Group also criticizing or chastising the government, the government you know, uh, anywhere that they feel uh, they've gone wrong. Well, talking about the reverse issue, for me, it's just a matter of time. Fubari didn't, you know, campaign to become governor. It was Governor Essen Wiki that campaigned for him. At some point in time, the EFCC was, you know, on his trail. And yes. It was Governor Wiki that hit him. And, and so for me, 27 members coming out to, you know, resign for the P. I know that the, the Wiki camp, you know, have artificially created a problem in the reverse, you know, uh, PDP, PDP, you know. Uh, and the Constitution said that as long as there's a crack within your political party, that's if you're a lawmaker, you are at liberty, you know, to uh, decamp, to leave that political party to, you know, another political party. And I think that that's where the governors will always exploit. Uh, because instead, and again, it's the people of Rivers that will suffer because instead of Fubara, you know, focusing on governance. The politician. Of course, he's going to be distracted. He's going to, uh, you know, make sure that he doesn't go uh enters the way of you know wiki and you know but but like it also that. brings to the question remember before the whole wiki infobara issue there mm. were talks about him being impeached now if this you know um members have gone to the epc it makes it easier for him to be impeached and that's another question i am i'm pretty yeah, well, I'm, i don't know um i mean my guess is that uh let's just 
keep our fingers crossed. Sure. A lot is going to happen, you know, uh, from now and maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow because uh, who knows? Fubara may leave, you know, the PDP. Go to the knows? APC. Yeah, go to the APC. I mean, that, 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 would, that would be scary. Yeah, well, well uh, it's how they play politics here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nigerian politics doesn't, you know, make me amazed or surprise me, uh, you know, as the case may be. Well, a uh, lot of, you know, interesting uh, stories, I would say, but the president seems to be busy, you know, over the weekend with the ECOWAS and what have you, uh, ECOWAS head of state and government and authority. They met in Abuja and lots of, you know, strong words he had, you know, for African leaders, you know, to entrench democratic practice, you know, in, 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 in the country. But, well, I, I don't know if he has that credential to make, you know, advise someone, you know, to do that. But again, I would say it's Nigeria. I mean, it's Nigeria. And the unfortunate, uh, is it a crash or the, okay, the shooting of innocent people in Kaduna. You know, I read lots of, you know, stories around uh, that particular issue. And the clerics that are coming out, you know, Islamic clerics are coming out to say that it was targeted, it was... Uh, premeditated, you know, and things like it. I think that they are not helping the situation. The errands uh, at all. You know, if the CDS will come out to say that we are sorry, you know, this is not a plan, you know, it's not something that was planned. It's something that, uh, you know, happened. And lot of, I was watching an analyst on national TV, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and he was saying that, uh, you know, it was an unmanned, you know, uh, equipment device. It was a drone. And he was saying that the pilot, you know, controlling the drone will have, you know, descended certain level and see the people. Cool. And I mean, it's so unfortunate that people are celebrating a religious, you know, festival, Maulud. Uh, but look at, you know, what uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very painful. I do understand. And I, I would like to say that at least the National Assembly, the senators were sensitive, you know, to donate, you know, their one month salary, yes. you know, to... So but again, look at the jamboree in you know Aquaibom. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. I saw that. I saw that full stadium party. And um, again, I, I I think there's a thing with Nigerians that baffles me every time. We in on one part of one side of a mouth talk about bad governance, and with the other side of a mouth celebrate people who are this who are spearheading bad governance. I saw the party. I saw people at the stadium celebrating. I saw you know dancers. And my question is, what exactly are we celebrating? Who paid for all of this? Of course, um, the governor can easily say his friends and families organize it for him. But how do you, as a Senate president, in a country that is economically suffering and struggling to be on its feet, happy and comfortable being in such atmosphere, celebrating amounts of money spent on all of that? But hey, um, if there's anything we are learning every day is Nigerian politicians are insensitive and they necessarily do not care about what we say, what we, what opinions we have. They do what they want to do. If we get too angry, we talk about it and they move on and continue doing what they need to do. Well, time is coming. Uh, let's play this insert from the chairman of NNPP here in uh, Plato. That is Comrade Tokji. Uh, he spoke, uh, I had a chat with him earlier on and about, you know, this issue of merger. Is it a merger? Is it a coalition? Take a listen to what he said. When we come back, we have two guests. One is via phone on standby for us. And then we have, you know, the other guests in the studio. Stay here. It's not a merger, but it's coalition. Although officially, uh, we have not seated with other parties uh, like PDP, like Labour, 
and others. But uh, we are on the process to see that we go on coalition. Uh, to be frank, it will help not only the party, but for the people of Nigeria. One is, when you look at what the government is doing, the common man is suffering, the riches are suffering, the businessmen and others. So not only the poor man, but everybody in this country is facing the challenges, most especially the economy. So this is what it will form a political that that it will make it is the force, federal force that it will make about the about five six parties to come together and reach Nigeria into this mess that we are in this country. Okay. When you look at the economics, it's completely down. Nothing has been changed with the previous government. Five months or six months, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed in this country. Mm. Rather, people are facing a hardship, difficulty hardship. Yeah, well, glad you're still here. That was uh, Comrade Tokji there, uh, the chairman, state chairman of the New Nigeria's People's Party. Uh, well, I, I had a chat with him via phone just to uh, get clarification about uh, is it a merger, is it a coalition? And he told me that it's a coalition, it's not a merger. Uh, well, the program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Vanap, and of course, Emeka is here with me. Uh, we have Mr. Joseph Adudu. And he has some really terrible news. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Good evening. Also, good evening, listener. Yeah, well, uh, I would like to okay, acknowledge our guest who is via phone, pharmacist John Chung. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining, sir. Uh, Mr. Ponsa, good evening. And uh, good evening, Plato Michael. That's in the studio there, Mr. Adudu. Yeah. Thank good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'd like it's to send you from Abuja. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time. We'd like to send our heartfelt condolences. You know, uh, Comrade Adudu, we would like to uh, talk about it. Yeah, well, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, we just lost uh, an elder brother to our colleague, uh, Peter Apa. You know, just lost his uh, immediate elder brother, and uh, the corpse has just been deposited at uh, Birmingham University Teaching Hospital. Well, we pray that God will comfort the family and uh, ground the faithful departed peace eternal peace well pharmacist john chung i mean uh here's the government that you supported uh the road infrastructure i don't know how long you've been away from jones but if you come to jones uh well we have some you know new development interesting infrastructural development uh, in the state would you like to talk about it sir yeah good evening mr ponsa uh, i do there please uh, accept my condolence over the demise of our brother thank you has just been deposited in the mortuary. Indeed, it's a sad one. Indeed, indeed. I will pray for the repose of his uh, remains. Amen, amen. Uh, back to the question, Mr. Ponza. You see, the infrastructure you are seeing, it can only take a giant who is being distracted, who is being peddled with stones left, right, and center, but is remaining focused and delivering the dividends of democracy to the people of Plateau State. And that is by the Sakale Mudvang for you. He remains very focused, unperturbed, and he has a lot of other programs that are going to be rolling out in the course of time. And I tell you, believe me, 
he has a dream to redefine governance in Plateau State, especially in the area of road infrastructure, as you have rightly mentioned. And the transport sector, again, the rail services are going to come alive. And all these are geared towards easing livelihood, our daily activities, flying from one end to another. And the interesting thing is that he is doing it irrespective of, you know, any form of bias. Uh, he has taken the just metropolitan uh, component of the roads as a single list. And he's going into nooks and crannies. It doesn't matter whether you are you are which tribe or which uh, whatever considerations as it used to be in the past. He is spreading the dividends of democracy accordingly to all nooks and crannies of yours. And I am telling you that wherever you live, it is coming to your doorstep in no distant time. So I must commend the governor, despite uh, the irresponsible and and very, very unfortunate distractions that have been meted to the rule of Plateau State by the APC and, uh, and the Labour Party for just no reason, for just no reason. But the man has remained very focused, and I can assure you that by the special grace of God, he is going to be victorious in the Supreme Court. And the people of Plateau State will rejoice that, yes, a righteous man is on the throne, and of course, as a Christian, the Bible tells me that when the righteous rule, the people will rejoice. So the dividends of democracy you are seeing now, the different network of roads going on, is part of the efforts and his resolve to deliver good governance to Plateau states. Okay, well, let me come to uh, you, uh, Mr. Dudu, in the studio. Uh, I mean, we've talked about the infrastructural development, but uh, last week uh, the candidate of the Labour Party approached the appeal court, you know, for interpretation of the judgment and... Uh, what would you like us uh, to understand, you know, about uh, what the candidate, senatorial candidate of the Labour Party, uh, I mean, what have transpired in court? Well, first and foremost, it came to me as a shock, uh, taking into cognizance that the person in question is a legal practitioner, a man with experience. And uh, also taking into cognizance that um, um, election petitions are sui generis, they are time-bound. You know, they are guided by the laws that um, established them. So um, when I was told, initially I didn't uh, believe until um, uh, somebody confirmed to me that indeed a date has been set for the hearing of that uh, motion. And uh, a date, after hearing a date was, you know, um, set aside for um, it, the ruling of the court. Mm. And of course, without in a, a second thought, I told those that care to listen that indeed uh, that thing will not see the light of the day because it, 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 it wasn't just possible, you know, for the... What was, what was the candidate, central candidate of the uh, Labour Party? What was some of his... Uh, well, you know, demands? the earlier judgment, uh, um, of course, you know what happened. The panel that was uh, set up to look at the Plateau uh, petition. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first judgment it was the senatorial zone yeah, yeah. and then, and then Basa, the Basa just, just not uh, federal constituency, federal constituency. Yeah. and you know in that judgment the election was nullified and then a rerun was ordered and that all political parties should 
That's according to the certified uh, true copies. According of the to the, I mean, certified true copy of that judgment. judgment yeah. All political parties should, you know, participate. Mm. Now, in subsequent judgment, you know, and the election was nullified, and then the certificate of return, you know, we are asked to be issued to the second to issued, not to be retrieved from those that uh, oh, okay. their elections were nullified, and then fresh certificate be issued, you know, to the second runner-up. The second round up. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, in the case of uh, the Labour Party, of course, it was the Labour Party, you know, uh, that came second. Now, in the case of other, you know, cases, it was the APC, and yeah. that also raises eyebrows, and then uh, prompted those who were, you know, criticizing, you know, the decision of the panel, you know, to say uh, whether it was not, uh, you know, uh, a, an orchestrated plan, you know, to take over elections that. Uh, won by the PDP and then giving them to the APC. Mm. So you see that when in an, in, 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 a, in an election where a party came second, another party other than the APC, especially in that particular case, a rerun was ordered. Yeah. But in the case of other you know, um, cases, cases yes. you know, it was outrightly given to the, to the APC. Second so I think it is on account of this that the Labour Gangzi, the senatorial you know, candidate, mm you know, um, decided to put in that application for a review of that case. I mean, what, what was he reviewing, you know? What was he wanting to be reviewed, you know, in that case? Well, probably imagine? I was not privy to the details of that uh, motion. But I think since other cases were outrightly given to the second... Okay, could it be that he wanted uh, the court to say, okay, withdraw the certificate of return and be given to him? Most likely, since I was not privy to the details of that motion. Okay, okay, let's come to pharmacist uh, John Chung. Uh, I mean, talk to us about this whole issue that the Labour Party and its candidate approached the uh, Court of Appeal to seek for review, you know, of that judgment. What would you like us to understand with that? Uh, Thank you, Mr. Ponsa, and uh, good evening once again. Uh, just to go very straight to the point, I think it is um, it is it is within the rights of Barista Jiangzi to continue to pursue his political ambition. But you know, it becomes foolhardy when somebody uh, uh, doesn't realize when he hits the rock, and that uh, when the reality faces you in the, uh, uh, the reality faces you uh, duty bound. So, for me. It was, it was reckless, it was an abuse of court process, it was summary, an unthinkable decision for, for Barista Z to have thought of taking back that case to court for a review. And I will tell no, you why. No, but it's within, his, uh, it is within his constitutional right, you know. I mean, I'm glad that you've admitted, you've admitted that as well. No, no, no. I, there are two different things. It okay. within his right to contest an election. And it is also constitutional and within his right to recognize that it is all over. When you when you dream at the polls, the people will decide. And when the people decide otherwise, you cannot force your way into uh, going through the back door to take it. That is where you know the limits of your right. So you are saying that Barrister Gyangzi is wanting to force himself on the people? Because the court has made so many judgment, and let me put it this way: I am privy to what he wrote to INEC. I mean, to the court. I beg your pardon. Mm-hmm. He simply narrated and said 
other cases where candidates are in second were actually given their judgment. And he particularly cited the one of uh, John Dafan versus uh, uh, the others and said court decided on same grounds, facts and circumstances. And so therefore he said the court should declare him as the second runner-up as winner of the election. But Yangdi has not told people what transpired in that first judgment. I want to put it to you that in in the suit vote against Janzi by uh, uh, the APC candidate, he clearly proved to the court that yes, Janzi may have substituted himself with the candidate of the Labour Party, but Janzi himself is not a member of the Labour Party. Who is now? Who is now challenging? Who is now challenging the membership of uh, Barrister Gangzi as a member of the Labour Party? Those were some of the grounds that uh, uh, Giwa used Ambassador Chris Giwa. Oh, okay, okay. Ambassador Chris Giwa. Okay. Ambassador Chris Giwa challenged the membership of Gangzi in the Labour Party, and the court recognized the fact that yes, there exists a certified true copy of the membership register of the Labour Party. I'm talking about the membership register of the Labour Party and not the, uh, the INEC portal now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, and don't forget, let, let, the constitutional provisions for qualification to contest election, one of it includes, I think it's section 285 or so thereabout, I'm not very sure, the, what qualifies a candidate to become a, mem a, a, a contestant one of it is that you must belong to a political party. You must be a member. You must have attained a particular level of education. You must be a Nigerian. And the rest of it. And based on that, all political parties are expected to submit a, a membership register of their members to INEC. So that when you, not, when you are nominated, your name must be in that register of uh, the political party. But Janvi, at the time the Labour Party submitted the list of their members in Plateau State, his name was not there. And there is no any special waiver letter that can tell that, okay, Jan was, uh, uh, was given a special waiver and is now automatically a member of the party. So you begin to see why the court took certain decisions by not uh, uh, pronouncing him as the, 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 the winner of the election as in the case of others. But he is not mentioning that one. And one thing, another, another thing I find very laughable is that, you see, when you are seeking to serve as a public officer, mm -hmm. a public official in this country, I think we should be able to have some level of integrity in whatever in, we do in our pursuit for governance and the rest of it. I saw the, 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 the very unfortunate press statement that uh, Jiangzi made after the judgment when the court described his application as frivolous, yeah. vexatious, and a complete waste of God's time, exactly. and even questioned why the senior advocate will, 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 will agree to file such a very, very frivolous uh, 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 court process. That was what was said in court. So it tells you the level of desperation that he found himself inside. 
and then he came up with a with a with a very laughable uh, press statement, telling lies that uh, the court never find him. I, I get him a certified true copy of that judgment. He was fine. He used to pay PDP and pay the other defendants. Oh, hello, in that, uh, that respondents in that in that in that, in that court case. Okay, so you are confirming so, that you know Gangzi was fined, you know, uh, for using your word for that frivolous application to the court. Of course, he was fine. Okay. Even our own, uh, 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 the same thing with the case of uh, Musaga. The the applicant was also what the applicant was also uh, fine. Mm-hmm. Two five million naira each to uh, uh, the, the, the 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 respondents. So, for him to make a press statement and describe, you know, he can describe the amounts that were quoted. It could be right or wrong depending on which source you read. But he cannot was no fine. No, but I mean, that's what he came so, out to say. He said that uh, he wasn't fine, so... Uh, it's, okay. That, that's a very frivolous... That's a very... That's a very malicious statement to make. As far as I'm concerned. Okay. So, now, 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 let me just let me just come oh, in. Okay, I, think, okay, I think that yeah. the crux of the matter... What is highly surprising is, uh, like I said earlier... Um, for so, as a Jiangxi, a you know, a legal practitioner of repute, a well-known legal practitioner will decide to you know do a, and you know file in that kind of application, knowing fully well that uh, election petitions are sui generis, they are time-bound, and so if you if you if if a judgment is passed or is delivered, and then you dis, you, you 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 come in with a fresh application for a review after the time. Of, on, on which the the period that was the case to be heard to be heard it has elapsed. Mm. So under what law do you want that application to, to be, be entertained? Mm. So that is the big question, and I think that uh, uh, for me it is highly surprising. And that is why when I heard that uh, there was such an application, I didn't believe in it until the notice was announced that indeed it is going to be heard. And I just like I said, I know definitely that that thing will not see the end of the the, 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 the light of okay. the day because it is. It is, it, is, it, is, it is not in line with the position of the law. All right. My question has to be with the PDP. Now, if the appeal court in different judgments has said that the PDP had no structure, till now, again, please confirm if they have fixed that structural issue. If the structural issue has not been fixed, how then can they participate? So let, me, let me finish the question. Yeah, sir. well, it's uh, Emeka. Sorry, I didn't introduce you to Emeka, my new colleague. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So how then can they participate in a rerun? And if, now, now, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Gilbert. You see, no, Emeka, sir. Emeka, Emeka here, sir. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Emeka, yeah. in the first place, everything about the structure thing was concocted lies. And whether or not, uh, without yielding that there is no structure, the court has made a very, very resounding pronouncement. And as you can see, Yangzi wanted to try the law, but it bounced back. So it is not in our place to challenge the decision of the court in her wisdom to say all political parties should go and participate in this election. That is number one. Number two, there is a fundamental lie that was also told in that structural thing. There is nothing like five local governments that voted. All 17 local governments voted as against the concocted frivolities uh, that were submitted to the court. But we are, we, are, we are very, very 
optimistic that the superior appellate court will obtain all those decisions by the special grace of God. And everybody will know that the PDP has been vindicated and it doesn't just have structure, but it has structures more than any other political party in Plateau State, including the APC, that never had congresses at the lower level, never had a local government, never had a state, never had uh, even their primaries. So, but to say that out of 2,000 delegates that were in that election, only but about 60, representing less than 5% of the delegates, precisely about 3.7%, that were not found worthy of accreditation, in every election worldwide, it is not mandatory that you must find 100% attendance before your election can stand. So that was not the case. A few delegates from a few local governments had accreditation issues and they were asked to step aside. They couldn't scale accreditation. Uh, Mr. Emeka, if you go to your INEC voting point now, your polling unit, and the biometric uh, 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 reader does not read your fingerprint, does not accreditate you, there is no way to give ballot paper to vote. Yes. So, in, simply put, those in every election, I, in my polling unit, I never election. I have about 700 registered voters there. We have never, we have never recorded 100% of turnout. All right. Okay, so let me just add. Let me... Came out, hmm. So, as regards, as regards our participation in this election, I can assure you and guarantee you that INEC is going to act in accordance to the pronouncement of the courts. And the rest of it uh, will be decided by the electorate. Thank you. Let me just add. We yeah. have filled... Yes. Yeah, let me just add here. It, it is a clear fact that, you know, that the whole uh, uh, issue that generated this issue of no structure. Yes. You know, it's a creation of uh, the... The, the those that take uh, took PDP to court, but but the law affirms that they don't have structure. Which law? The appeal court said there's no structure. Uh, therefore, so it means uh, that the the, the law. Let, let, let me let me just let me let me just clear. You see, before the appeal court, you know we had we had to we had we had we had two panel. Yes, here in Jos. We are testing the law. We are testing the law again in the Supreme Court, and I can assure you that the lower court that uh, that that made that pronouncement. With due respect to their judgment, they did not even have the jurisdiction to entertain that suit in the first place. We even dig into the facts whether or not a PDP has structure. It was none of their business to even meddle into that. Because the scope of the electoral panel is so restricted that they did not have the bounds, the jurisdiction, to even listen to the complaints of the appellants. So what the court came out with can best be described as the deeply job of the, uh, the of the of the high court that it was even be to Skaze or any of the others that contested during that time. They were supposed to be the appellants, and that case should have been heard in a high court, not in an electoral tra tribunal. So it's a very very clear, unambiguous, constitutional. The constitution forbids both the electoral act and the constitution forbid other parties from asking those kind of questions. It forbids the trial tribunal, both at the lower level and at the higher level, from entertaining such frivolous complaints. A member of the APC bringing this kind of issue to, uh, 
to the court that the trying election malpractices was, in fact, as a matter of fact, that ground should have been thrown away immediately it was mentioned in court. There was no need trying it or asking for facts or even trying to dig into facts to know whether there was structure or no structure. It was out of jurisdiction. And that is why I am telling you I'm confident that the Supreme Court will make a proper interpretation and give a sound judgment that is in line with our constitution. Let, let, let me just add, do you know why he's saying so? No. Section 285, subsection 5 of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, 1999, as amended. That is the, the law, the section that, you know, established the election petition tribunal. And if you look at the judgment that was, all the judgments that were given by all the panels at the Court of Appeal, it is only the panel that is handling plateau issue that gave contrary, you know, rulings. Just like what happened. We had three panels at the lower tribunal. It's only one, that of Justice Tukuru, that was talking of no structure, no structure. You know? Now, by that section of the Constitution, if you look at the judgment that was given by Justice Chioma Wonsu, which, who has been elevated to the Supreme Court today, is a similar matter. Borno South Federal Constituency, where the APC lodged a complaint of lack of, you know, the issue of non, uh, uh, what do you call it, issue of nomination and sponsorship. Yes. And then the issue of disobedience to Supreme Court order, in this case, not High Court order. order. What did Justice Choma said? She said, look, going by Section 285, the election, the uh, 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 tribunal is a special court that is set up to look at whether someone was validly elected, not nominated. She went ahead to say that the jurisdiction of the tribunal cannot be expanded to accommodate what happened during Congresses or primaries. And she said that the issue of nomination and sponsorship is a pre-election matter. See, let me add to this. I'm not even, don't want to go into plethora of cases, decisions taken by the Supreme Court that in the case of Ufom Brothers versus Einek and others, it's a Supreme Court decision which says that no court should adjudicate over matters regarding political parties that have issues that has to do with either congresses or primaries. Even if such exercises were not conducted in line with the guidelines of such political parties. That is a Supreme Court decision. In the case of Plato State, it is, it is clear, even accepted by the APC, that PDP conducted a repeat congress. Because INEC, which is the only establishment organ, you know, established by law to monitor the activities of political parties, including conduct of, you know, congresses and primaries, monitored that exercise on 25 February, I mean, uh, September 2021. And it issued a report which was tendered in the court. The APC2 equally tendered INEC report. Now, the difference between the a report tendered by an, uh, APC and that of PDP, if you look at the, the, the cover page, it reads the same thing. Mm. Repeat Congress of PDP, 25 September 2021, at Field, Joss. The same thing, that of PDP and APC. The only difference that was contained in the APC report was that if you go inside the report, that only five 
uh, local government participated in that election. Now, the question is that you agreed that indeed there was a Congress. You are only challenging the validity of that Congress. The question is this. We are you a member of the, PDC, uh, the PDP? No. What about those that you know, participated in that Congress? Did they complain? Did they complain? Is there any court order obtaining you know, this Congress? That is the question. Okay. No, haven't again, like, like I said, now, if, 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 we, if you and, you know, um, he, uh, the pharmacist agree that that, but again, my, my, my question is, until the Supreme Court's judgment is passed, as it stands right now, based on the appeal court judgment mm -hmm. and based on what has been done and given, mm -hmm. it means that, logically, that Senator Wagdon doesn't have a right to contest in that election. Based on the judgments given. Which judgment? The, the appeal court judgment. The appeal court judgment say all political parties. No, no, no. I'm not talking about this one. I'm talking about the other judgments that say that PDP has no structure. Which other judgment? The one, the, the, the one for the other senators and House of Rep members that disqualified the members and gave the. Well, 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 well. I think that we should open the phone lines. No, no. Is that, 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 that is now left for INEC. Let the lawyers interpret that judgment all right now the onus lies on them whether in the end they will include uh, pdp me, or not yeah yeah okay. well, well yeah pharmacist john yeah go ahead and then let we'll take let me, calls. let me let me make it very clear yeah Emeka. yes i'm listening you know in as much as we are not happy with what happened uh between in the courts uh when they took those positions from the pdp it doesn't mean it was right like uh, my brother has said there in the studio so we can also begin to ask whether it's right or wrong for PDP to participate, because it is clearly written in the judgment that all parties should participate. So we cannot dissipate energy to begin to interpret the body of the judgment. The court has already made a decision. It is law. It's for INEC to respect the law and conduct it. If another person has a problem with the PDP, eventually if PDP wins, he is free to take them back to another tribunal. That's all. All right. Well, let's open the... F let's let's, let's open then, the... And, and then... And and then quickly, uh, uh, Ponsa, yeah. before you open the phone line, that is clear. The last speech of the judgment is expressly clear. And uh, the candidate of the Labour Party should not waste his time. Let him tell people what he will do for them. And not uh, talking about PDP will not participate. What is he scared of? He has, if he has a campaign base, if he knows he is loved by the people, let the people decide. He shouldn't make the participation of PDP as his headache. All right, well, thank he you. make it. Yeah, well, because I have seen people who stood the election, only them unopposed, they lost the election. <laughs> yeah, well, I seen, me have seen. Yeah, well, I have seen somebody stood the election, only him, but he did not win the election. So, uh, he should work on his whatever he wants to do for the people and leave the PDP to face our own problem alone. Well, thank that you. Is, uh, how to play politics. Well, you can join the uh, begin to. You don't begin to... That is how he was ridiculed somewhere yesterday. So let us minimize the kind of tension that we create around here and there. So, Emeka, it is clear. The law is clear. PDP should participate. Whatever does not look right or wrong can be addressed probably in another judgment. But for this judgment... Thank you. It is sacrosanct. It is clear. It is irrevocable. It is very, very straight to the point. Thank and you. PDP on the is the phone number to call. Uh, let's take the first call. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Yeah, thank you very much. My name is Dikumara. I'm calling from Tiki and Tijon. 
Thank you for calling. We're listening to you, uh, Sadiq. Yes, I will comment your guest with a very, very interesting conversation. And actually, I will start by sending my condolence to the son and brother of Classic Center in Amen. Amen. I'm also uh, commenting on the performance of the governor. You see, the performance of the governor is something that is very, very, uh, everybody is confessing, irrespective of uh, 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 religion, irrespective of language. The extent that the people that do not vote for the governor are regretting. Why have they not voted for the governor? This is a very, very good one. But you see, every book that is challenging the kind of development that we have in the irrespective of the party, let's say that person do not have the for the state. Because we have seen the development that has been done in seven months comparing to eight years, that's a very, very good one of Governor Caleb Goodpart. So you see, move in the court, the, 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 the power of incumbency from the presidency, yeah, well, yeah, rub of your thoughts, I think. That there has been personal interest in Plattyset, supposed to back out and leave the governor to do what he's supposed to do. And we are hoping and we are having assurance that in the Supreme Court that... Thank you, Sadiq. Thank you. Thank you. 081-0905566699. That other number is currently being engaged. Well... Uh, maybe Emeka will help us to read out some comments on Facebook as we have them. All right, on Facebook, Godwin Sule says, Good evening, JFM, for this beautiful topic. What happened following is that about Dangote Refinery that has started operating, nice one, but the Minister of Petroleum said that even those refinery, um, even though our refinery is working, fuel price would not come down. That is very bad of him making choice. Such comments. Go back, Dangote um Keep it up, JFM. Um, Albert Akaya Dagza says the battle of supremacy and power play between Wiki and Governor Fubara is one that begs the question if this is in the best interest of the common man River State, how can all of this tussle reward the people of River State over their support of Wiki and Fubara to enjoy the dividend of democracy? Haps and Manasseh says I am happy that the senators had do- donated 109 million for the relative of Tudum community for the unfortunate incident that happened. But I also want our clerics to be careful of their utterances in anything like that. May the soul of the faithful departed rest in peace. Isang Atsi says, um, my question, okay, good evening, Sunset. My question is on the platoon, not upcoming by election. Can the guests please throw more light on the parties that are going to participate? The electorate needs to be educated. Please love you guys. Fair Coca Factors Guwan says, the only political story that captured my mind is the trending plateau state issue in court, leading to protests always, patiently waiting for the outcome. Ayodele Agbabiaka says, Platerians has chosen righteously at the polls and the Supreme Court should let this mandate stand. Asobanga Ikiasi says, we don't have leaders but greedy and selfish people. Danazumi Dauda says, um, I am following the political development River State. 24 state House of Assembly members defected from PDP to APC. David Max Sambo from Backing Kogi Forum says, Good evening, Posak and Emeka. The story that caught my attention within the week is that the former governor of Plateau State, Simon Lalong, said that he's confused whether to remain as a minister or senator representing Plateau Star- South. I pray that the former governor should continue to get... Okay. 
Um, I don't know if this is, this is good for yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, gentlemen, please go ahead. I will start with you, pharmacist uh, John Chung. Give your response. Someone asks a very specific question: that how many parties uh, will participate in the rerun election in Plateau North? Would you like to answer that and give us your final word? The parties that participated in the first election, there were about 13 parties. That's for the Senate. But I think parties fielded candidates for that election. Uh, it is expected that all those parties will participate in that election. Um, to, to respond to one of the messages you read yeah. about the confused Minister of Labor, I think I have issued a statement somewhere that personally... I will be willing to take him to court for 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 breach of the constitution. Part five, part six uh, of the constitution, where it clearly states that uh, any member of the national assembly who takes an oath as a minister of the Federal Republic is automatically deemed to have resigned his membership of the National Assembly. Mm. And so I don't know what is the confusion about this. Nalong has an oath on his head as a minister of the Federal Republic. And he is in clear breach of the Constitution of the Federal Republic. He cannot kidnap the certificate of return of the people of Plateau South. And we all fold our hands and watch him. Probably he will tell us in court where... Uh, he draws his inspiration and and the time he's buying and changing the people of Plateau, North, Plateau South, holding back the certificate and going to work in the labor ministry. Thank you. That is awkward. There is no confusion there. He has just initiated a confusion. But I think um, on wise counsel, he should be able to take a decision between now and two weeks. Otherwise, we will have our day in court with him. Thank you. Thank you, Pharmacist John Chung. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is the much we'll take from uh, Pharmacist John Chung. Uh, okay, Mr. Adudu, please go ahead, uh, give your response, and uh, I mean, respond to the comment, your final word. Well, I think the, he has already taken on the issues that uh, matters. He has explained how many political parties are going to you know, participate in the rerun, all the political parties that are. Uh, you know, participated in the February elections will participate. Uh, what I want to say in conclusion is that uh, let me also lend my voice, you know, to appreciate what uh, His Excellency is doing, Governor uh, Caleb Mutfan, in terms of uh, giving a first leap, you know, to the city and even outside the city. It is, I will only say that uh, it is very, very, very unfortunate that uh, the information machinery of his administration is weak. Probably will you know, give details of that in, you know, in some other, you know, discussion, but it is unfortunate. Why I'm saying it's unfortunate is because despite what is going on, you can see, you know, that uh, the opposition is always ahead, you know, and the recent one regarding the, you know, uh, work that is going on in town and even outside the town is that, uh, it has been said that uh, it is FEMA that is doing all the no, but FEMA is federal roads. That is what I'm saying. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. Uh, they say it's FEMA. State roads. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. They are saying it's FEMA. If you have been following the activities going on in the social media and other, you know, media platform, you will. And then, you know, not, not nobody is coming out to say anything. Why I'm saying so here is because, you know, as a journalist, every government will always want to engage 
the journalist, first and foremost, when you have appointees, especially a commissioner of information, he needs to interact with journalists. You need to tell them the focus of the government. Yeah, well, I, what I, are I, the policies of I, government so I, that you can key in. And I, in this particular one, mm -mm, uh, Pomsak, take it easy. I know, I know where you are heading. But no, this. I spoke to him this morning. You he, know, I wanted to uh, ask him, you know, some questions regarding what's going on with the government, and uh, he expressed, you know, a uh, lot of you know things uh, to me, you know, for my consumption. So I, I do understand where you're coming from. Fine, but the point I'm trying to make here is that with this, you see, this activity has been going on for over four, five months, and uh, I, I found it very difficult to understand why the uh, representative of the government, whether commissioner or whoever that is in that cabinet, mm -hmm. has not been able to organize media tour. You see, where I'm saying so is because of what the information that is going on, you know, by the opposition. Right, so if there has been a media tour or any other activity, you know, that would have been in the space and people will know that indeed this is the agency, it is the plateau state government through a particular agency that has embarked in this. And that will okay. settle it. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Ameka, your final word? Uh, my final word has to be, you know, the conversation today. I think that, you know, whatever happens, um, the people of plateau state have decided. Um, when you look at the difference between the vote of the person who won and this person who came second. The difference is so much that common sense suggests that this same person will win again. Even at that, um, I think that plus of people should keep being hopeful, keep being strong. Um, as we've said here, um, the governor is doing well. More still can be done. Um, there are a number of things that has not been done. The big the example has to be the palliatives that many people have complained about. Like he also mentioned, the communication you know, stream has been, um, has been quite slow. Maybe if more communication is done, more explanations are done, all exactly. of this conversation will not be holding. Exactly. But so far, so good. The governor has done well, but more can be done. And when he's be criticized, he will be duly criticized. Of course. Uh, my name is Ponsak Fanab. Thank you so much for following the program. The news will come your way top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.